Live streaming provided by Alpha Geek Radio and Alpha Geek Video. Visit tunein.alphageekradio.com to learn more. Finally, Friday is brought to you by Major Spoilers VIPs from around the world. Thank you for your support. If you would like to help Major Spoilers continue to do all that we do, point your browser to members.majorspoilers.com. Well, hello, everyone. We are once again... At the end of the week, uh, it's been a heck of a week for many of you. You're on the East Coast. You've been suffering through some terrible weather. And now uh, now in the Midwest, looks like we're going to get some of that. And of course, there's all sorts of issues with uh, the longshoremen on the West Coast. More on that coming up on Monday. Actually, on uh, late Tuesday with the uh, Major Spoilers podcast. You're going to want to check that out. Hello, everyone. I'm Steven Schleicher. We are finally to Friday. And uh, I'm glad that you're here. It's it's uh, it's always a pleasure to come home from uh, teaching a class that I'm doing at the university this semester on special effects and uh, coming home and sitting down and being able to talk with all of you. And I hope that you want to talk with with us and everyone else that's out there listening. Here's how you can do it. You can do it at 785-727-1939. That's the major spoilers hotline. That's 785-727-1939. There it is right there. On your screen, if you're uh, watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Alpha Geek Radio, more on that in, in just a moment. Or if you want to use Skype, Skype line is open at Steven underscore Schleicher. If you're in the uh, if you're in the YouTube channel room hanging out, uh, you are certainly welcome to uh, see all the information there. I've got it up there on the screen uh, as well. Steven underscore Schleicher. Want to thank Alpha Geek Radio once again for everything that they do to make sure that this show is getting streamed in as many places as possible. You want to watch this on Roku? They're streaming it on Roku. If you want to check it out on your mobile device, uh, you can check it out on your mobile device. We're streaming the audio right now. We're also streaming the video to them as well, and you can check them out on, like I said, Roku, and uh, I think it's on your Apple TV and a bunch of other places. In fact, if you want to watch the video version in your on your mobile device, I was just on the um, the Alpha Geek Radio uh, site just a moment ago and on, on my mobile phone, and I was watching the stream come through. So I know it works really well there. So thank you, Todd, and everyone at Alpha Geek Radio for making that possible. Find out more at Alpha Geek Radio. And of course, uh, uh, TuneIn uh, is where you can find everything there. So here's how this is going to work today. Uh, I'm going to jet. I don't know when I'm going to jet, but I've got to watch the time because joy parent-teacher conference for my three-year-old and the last couple of days he's been kind of a terror so when i've gone in the teacher's been kind of uh, looking at me strange like uh you guys need to have a little chat with your child because he's not paying attention and i don't know he's playing in the he was playing in the bathroom the other day and then we had to have a discussion about body parts on the way home so i don't know what's going on with this kid it's going to be an interesting friday for me when i go do uh parent-teacher conferences uh, in just a little bit, but uh, I'll go through some news items. Feel free to chat in the uh, in the uh, hangout. Uh, there's Ingrid. Hello. Uh, there's Jarmo. There. Hello. Uh, if and again, if you want to call anytime, seven eight five seven two seven 
1-800-636-1939. The phone lines are open. Why don't we start by talking a little bit of uh, Jessica Jones news. Three more cast members have uh, have or three more actors have joined the cast of AKA Jessica Jones, the Netflix series uh, coming sometime in 2015. Uh, first, we've got, and I'm, I'm going to really murder everybody's names. We got uh, Eka Darville, who will play Malcolm, who's a neighbor to uh, Jessica, whose journey will intertwine with her quest in a surprising way. I don't know what that is. I, I, I don't think that he is, uh, you know, obviously he's not uh, uh, Luke Cage. So I wonder how that will intertwine. Then we have Erin Moriarty. She's going to play Hope, a young girl who becomes a client of Alias Investigations. And then finally, Will Travel will play an NYPD cop who takes protect and serve very seriously. Uh, that should give us a little bit more. We know the Purple Man is coming. I hope everyone checked out the Major Spoilers podcast this week where Matthew, Zach, Rodrigo and I uh, really dove into volume four of Alias, where the Purple Man makes an appearance and we see what kind of sick and twisted mind that character has um, and how it affected uh, Jessica Jones. So be on the lookout for that. Um, and uh, that's coming, they say, in uh, 2015 still. We'll see what happens. I'm kind of excited. I really want to see this. So we've got Daredevil coming up, uh, which I think is is going to be fascinating. Some of the pictures look like it's early Frank, you know, the Frank Miller run when he was talking about the uh, early years of uh, Matt Murdock. I was watching um, Agent Carter. I was watching two episodes. I was two episodes behind. Did I see the kingpin? Was the kingpin in there as a little child uh, at the uh, one apartment that uh, that uh, Agent Carter and Jarvis went to? And he's given this kid a uh, uh, a coin and the kid's sucking on a big lollipop and this really heavy set kid. And uh, Jarvis made some comment about the kid's going to have a, a great life in in uh, organized crime or something. I think that was a kingpin reference. So I'm all about these street level thugs in the Marvel Universe and, and thugs and, and heroes. Uh, I think that it's. I think it makes it uh, a little bit easier for audiences to connect when it's not Superman who can travel through time uh, to undo uh, Lois's death. I think it's much better than somebody who has the power cosmic and can channel uh, whatever through uh, his uh, his his magical stick. Uh, I think that the the quote unquote average hero, even though you know Spider Man and Luke Cage and and uh, Iron Fist all have their own powers. Uh, I think that them being more in line with the quote-unquote common man makes the stories more interesting. And of course, Jessica Jones has her own powers. Uh, hopefully they will be able to use those uh, very soon and uh, check it out. I don't have a, while we're speaking about Marvel and original series and everything, I don't have a graphic for this. And I don't know the uh, release date. I think it's in March. But has anyone had a chance to check out the Powers series that's on the PlayStation Network? I know a couple of people have been posting stuff on social media that they've had early advanced looks at this. I know uh, Brian Michael Bendis has been commenting that it's out there for some people to check out. I just haven't had a chance to look on my PlayStation yet, and I don't know what uh, what uh, is going on with that. But I'm really looking forward to to Powers and what's going on with um, with uh, with that. I guess I'm one of those people that. <laughs> I don't know, is lucky in that I tend to be at the right place at the right time because I was doing some work last night, as I mentioned, for this special effects class, and it was 12.01 a.m., and I just happened to look at my Twitter feed, and boom, there's Zack Snyder saying, hey, unite the seven, there is only one king, 
and he posted this image of Jason Momoa as Aquaman in his Aquaman costume. And of course, I immediately put it up, posted it up, get it out there as quickly as possible. It's kind of like last last week or two weeks ago when the uh, Spider-Man news broke. I was right there as it was happening. Right place, right time. Uh, of course, I'm always in front of the computer. But what do you guys think of this? I think this is really cool. Now, we don't know anything else. This is all from Zack Snyder's uh, Twitter feed, the image, where he says there's only one true king. Hashtag unite the seven. Uh, he does look like, uh, what's his name, Cal Drago from, uh, from uh, Game of Thrones, of course, because he played the same character with the big beard and the tats and everything. But I'm kind of digging, and a lot, I, I know a lot of people have already complained that they're tired of the monochrome look that everything is going with. Uh, you can see hints of gold in Momoa's costume. I think that's very cool. But the promo pieces that we've seen have been very desaturated. The Wonder Woman piece is very desaturated. The uh, Batman and Superman pieces have also been desaturated. In fact, I think the Batman piece was completely in black and white. But here's the thing. What if... <laughs> what if instead of bright colors... What if instead of this uh, super-saturated, pretty look that we see in a lot of films and movies today... I went and saw uh, uh, The Kingsman the other day. It's, it's very, you know, looks pretty. What if Snyder did want to go with a very desaturated look or a, a particular color cast, depending on the uh, portion of the movie that they're, they're talking about or the action that's taking place or location? So maybe down in the sea with Aquaman, you have this very contrasty black and white with little hints of gold here and there. I, I think that would be a very big risk for him to take. He's already pushing it just by taking on uh, Justice League, Batman versus uh, Superman. I think it would I think it would be neat though. I, I'm I every time I see these pictures, when I saw the Wonder Woman picture, I got super excited. When I saw Batman uh, next to the Batmobile, I got super excited. When they showed off uh, Superman and now again with Aquaman. This this is really cool. Chat room people are saying, yeah, Daredevil looks just like Miller's Daredevil, man without fear. Um Rusty Cat out of Ottawa, Ontario, Canada is really liking the uh the Aquaman picture. I don't know who, uh, JM007890A, that's uh, Aquaman. He looks amazing. I, I really like this costume look. I really do. I wonder if he's going to have gills. I wonder if at some point we're going to see gills. You know, there was a joke early on. Uh, this was about a year ago, two years ago, joking that Aquaman already appeared in Man of Steel. You know, when the... Uh, refinery the the platform the oil platform blows up out in the ocean and, and clark falls into the water and he's surrounded by the uh, the the whales and the dolphins that aquaman sent them uh, to rescue him <laughs> believe that or not what is it believe it or don't 785-727-1939 that is the number that you want to call it is friday it is finally friday and i'm glad that you're here with a lot of people in the chat room let's uh let's start up oh, here's somebody calling in right now Hi, caller. Who's this? Hey, it's Russ Cat from Ottawa, Ontario. Russ, I was just talking about you. How are you? I am doing actually pretty good. It's been a nice little week here. Uh, cold up there? I mean, is it is it oh, as, is it like cold. minus ninety two or I guess it's Celsius? So what is it up there? Minus? Uh, we're at minus thirty five. So getting Ooh. pretty close to that uniting point. With yeah, yeah. <laughs> two more degrees, uh, right? 
but yeah, it's been freaking hot cold all uh, all week. But I think Ugh. Sunday we'll finally get a break in the weather for a, a relatively roasty toasty minus six. Oh my god, I'll wear shorts or something. <laughs> it's uh, Fahrenheit fifty one uh, here today, uh, supposedly. Uh, oh my and, god, that's painful. Uh, yeah, it's 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 warm enough. It's still chilly, but I don't think it's take off the jacket and run around in shorts weather just yet. Um, but we're supposed to have snow, they say, tomorrow, which I don't think is going to happen. Uh, it's just, uh, in this portion of the state, we just don't get the moisture. And speaking of the state, let me do this promo real quick. Uh, in an upcoming uh, top five episode, this is coming up probably middle of March, top five reasons to live in Kansas. Top five reasons to live in Kansas on top five coming up in March. So what do you want to talk about today, Russ? I don't know. I just wanted to say hi. Oh, um, your flashback podcast this week yes. was great. Um, yeah, you like that one? Ever since, yes, I did. Um, ever since I read your uh, the episode review mm-hmm. um, earlier in the week, I was waiting for you guys to talk about uh, Midway City and the yeah. Canadian city that it's right beside. Yeah, because it's actually pronounced. St. Marie. Ah, okay. Um, Salt St. Marie. All right, sorry. And Terrible. Like, oh I'm... my god, are they actually going to say it right? Like, <laughs> well, I'm surprised Matthew didn't... Uh, and, uh, I'm surprised Matthew didn't uh, correct me on that, because he usually likes to do those kinds of things. So, uh, yeah, that was super awesome. Um, really enjoying that podcast. Good, um, good. And, let's see, I mean, there wasn't too much comic book-related awesomeness going on this week uh, that no. really caught my eye. Um, I suppose the one thing that I was really paying attention to this week was the, uh, news about the, uh, super worm, um, infecting, uh, computers all around the world, hitting oh, firmware instead right, of software right, right. that could be NSA related. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I, um, <laughs> and then the next day, the, um, report that, um, Friendly organizations hacked the uh, company in Europe that makes all of your encryption for SIM cards. Oh, great! Which um, have you is, seen? Have you seen Kingsman? I ha- I did. I saw it on Sunday. Isn't Isn't it interesting that someone is hacking a company that encrypts your SIM cards for your mobile devices so that you could do anything you want? And then, just coincidentally, the uh, this week's episode of uh, of Agent Carter has them, spoiler alert, using a gas that turns people crazy and killing each other. I know. I'm just saying, uh, actually, it's it's probably not that much of a coincidence because every so often um, the zeitgeist catches on to an idea, whether it be aliens coming down and blowing us up or um, a, a comet hitting the Earth or a giant earthquake about to destroy uh, half the United States. Um I, I think that the Kingsman and the fact that Agent Carter both aligned like they did is merely coincidence because people are more concerned about Ebola and viruses and, and, and that kind of terrorism. Uh, and that's what aligned them uh, together la- that way. But I, I did think it was an interesting coincidence. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about Kingsman. Uh, what did you think of the end of Kingsman? Oh, so yeah, there's a. So for those of you who haven't uh, seen Kingsman yet, I don't want to spoil too much, but there is a. Uh, 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 kind of an aggressive sex joke uh, played out at the end uh, that does feature some nudity. I mean, this movie is an R-rated movie, uh, both for violence and also um, for, for some uh, sexual stuff, especially right at the end. And um, 
a lot of people have a problem with that. Now, I haven't read, I forget, there was an article that popped up today, somebody defending that that final shot. Um, you know, knowing the people involved in the movie and knowing that it's Mark Miller and Mark Miller likes to thumb his nose at a lot of uh, traditional convention, that was not a shocking shot for me. It didn't, I mean, it cut away fairly quick and, and whatnot, but... Um, it, it was a little bit of a surprise when I when I saw it uh, appear in, in the movie and even the topic that appeared in the movie. But then it got me thinking um, the movie is is super self-aware in what it's trying to be. It's trying to be a really cool Sean Connery movie that would have been done when Roger Moore was at the height of his James Bond craziness. Turned up another couple of notches. And of course, James Bond is always making out with women at the end of movies. Um, and doing, doing things. And in today's, uh, in today's culture, expectations, whatever, that's kind of what a James Bond ending shot would have been like. Uh, no pun intended there. What did you think? True. Um, I think like my wife and I were walking out, we both didn't feel too good about it. It took us a couple yeah. hours to process it. Yeah. Um, I think the scene could have easily been left on the cutting room floor. Like it, could it, have gone it, the it totally could version. have been. It could have totally been the point of view shot from a Merlin of what he was seeing. You totally could have cut a, cut that out and just heard some sounds and then him going, oh, my, and then closing up the door like he did. And you could have gotten rid of that shot completely. And I'm really surprised that um, the MPAA didn't want them to to censor that more. And I think the other thing that bothers me is um, it's more of a subtextual thing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, spoiler alert for those paying attention. Um, Kingsman likes to do some men in black type things with people to make yeah, sure yeah. that the Kingsman secret doesn't get out. Right. So to apply that forward, they totally erased her memory afterwards. And that's a bit of a stretch uh, because the, the the one thing that... I was more thinking about at the end of the movie is, wow, all these world leaders are suddenly dead. Um, all of these crazy things have happened. The world's in chaos. Uh, the one thing that you would probably want uh, the remaining leaders, the ones that were, were captive to do is go out and say, hey, there's an organization out there protecting you. And don't worry, we're going to rebuild everything and, and move forward because uh, the aftermath, I think, is is going to be more intense than than uh, the thought of wiping her memory. And I, I guess I really didn't think about that, if that's what they would do or not. It's, it's interesting. So, yeah, like all in all, definitely a good watch, though. Like I was very pleasantly surprised with how good the movie was. Yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. It really is enjoyable. Uh, I like the fact that uh, the girl, what's her name, Rudy? Uh, or I forget what her name was. Um, but I think she did a great job, uh, both as a character, as an actress, and and moving uh, this idea that of everybody who was trying out for this position of Lancelot, she was the one that was actually the most capable of doing that, which I, I really got a kick out of. I wish they would have focused a little bit more on her during the mission aspect of it be, beyond just her little two minute scene of, of blowing up, a, again, spoilers, blowing up a satellite. Uh, but otherwise, I was I was very pleased with that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much all I have this week. I get to look forward to a karaoke night tonight. All right, karaoke. Sing some ABBA for me. Um, I think usually Mr. Roboto is my jam. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, my kids, my youngest, ever since we played that, I I forget how he picked up on it, but uh, 
he started wanting to get into that. And so we played him the video and he just every time just will burst out of nowhere. Domo arigato, Mr. Roboto. And coming out of a three year old is, is quite, quite amusing. So, <laughs> well, that's all I got. Have yourself a great weekend, Steve. All right, Russ. Thank you for calling in. Take care. Bye. Bye. Hey, that's how you do it. Way to go, Russ. 785-727-1939. That is the major spoilers uh, hotline. Um, Russ was mentioning Flashback, which is our uh, fan podcast that Matthew and I do. It's kind of the audio version of the article that goes up on the uh, major spoilers website, usually the on Wednesday after the uh, episode releases. Uh, Flashback is an episode, is a series, is a show, whatever you want to call it. That you can get if you're a major spoilers VIP just has to be bronze level or higher bronze level is $2 a month, which really for, you know, for everything that you're getting, including this podcast, all the other podcasts in the major spoilers podcast network, the uh, uh, the um, the website, the YouTube channel, all the stuff that your $2 a month supports gets you access to all this bonus content that's over at members.majorspoilers.com. A little bit of spoiler for those of you paying attention uh, to what's in the background this week. Um, you can find out more about that over at the, at the member site. And we really do depend on you to continue to make this, uh, this show possible and, and to make everything that we do at major spoilers possible. Uh, so thank you for those people that are gold VIP members, those that, uh, uh, kick in a little bit more every month we have a live chat. It's kind of run like finally Friday, but it gives you the chance to ask us questions directly and get answers back. Really non cagey answers about things that we're doing. Uh, at major spoilers or just anything in general, uh, it's your chance to talk with us. The live um, podcast or the live stream for uh, this month is going to happen next Saturday, which is, I t- think, technically March 1st. I'll have to look on that. But technically, uh, we're going to have it next uh, next Saturday, 1.30 p.m. Central Time. Uh, we'll uh, post that link over at members.majorspoilers.com for people to get in on. And then uh, also next week, I will release over on the member site a rundown of all of the live chats that we have planned for 2015. That will help us schedule a little bit better, help you put things on your calendars a little bit more uh, so that you can come and uh, participate in that in that monthly chat with us. That's another thank you that we give to our VIPs, our very important people. Speaking of a very important person, who's this? Hey, Stephen, it's Nato. How are you doing, sir? See, our number one spoilerite has called in. Our biggest <laughs> VIP, the great Nato. What's going on with you, Nate, this this Friday? Nothing. Actually, I'm. Uh, I had a lot of stuff driving around today, and uh, got to listen to Alpha Geek Radio while I'm driving, which is awesome. Good. Give him a little, give him a plug so, there. Yeah. Um. Actually, um. I had to do a lot of driving this week, and um. I thought, well, because I technically haven't listened to everything that you guys have put out yet. What? But I'm. I know I'm horrible, but I'm still listening <laughs> to some old um, back issues for the Major Spoilers podcast and came across a really cool one today. It was uh, you, I forgot the lady's name, and Dr. Peter Coogan talking about the Comic Code Authority and oh, yeah, how yeah. it mm-hmm. was ending or mm-hmm. ended um, at the beginning of 2011. Right. So um, th- I, I just... I just want to bring that up. I thought that was really neat. And I thought the really cool thing about that whole thing was, is that it really wasn't a code. It, the, what actually drove that whole code thing was, I mean, yes, it was uh, uh, content, but the, the main, main purpose, or not the main purpose, but the main controller of that was the distributor 
um, because you didn't have diamond back then. You actually right. had um, the, the magazine and newsstand people dropping mm-hmm. that stuff off. Right. And they were like, well, we're not going to touch it if it doesn't have that on that. So yeah, I think it's distributed unless that goes out. Well, and, and really it was, you know, and the, the Comic Code Authority is very much like the MPAA. Uh, the Motion Picture Association is just a self-governing body for the motion picture industry that says, hey, this is acceptable or this is not acceptable. That's what the Comic Code was, too. It was um, right. paid for by all of the publishers. They paid for it so that they didn't uh, so that they could follow those regulations so that the government wouldn't come in with some even crazier, more draconian uh, rules and regulations that probably would have hurt many, many more companies besides just uh, EC publishing um, or it's, um, so yeah it's it's a really interesting thing to look at I don't know you know nerdtacular 2015 is coming up I've pitched a panel idea to Scott uh, that Matthew and I would like to do this year all about the comics code so if that oh, does get picked cool. up we're gonna go into that a little bit more in detail specifically um, we're gonna look at the Frederick Wortham uh, uh, hearings that they did the, that led to the creation of the comic code. And so um, that would be really interesting if that gets picked up. But I don't know what the schedule is yet. Scott hasn't really come out with the uh, the full announcement of of panels or anything like that. That'll come out probably within the next month or two as we build up to Nerdtacular. Uh, but I'm hoping that Matthew yeah. and I will be doing another panel like we did last year on uh, collecting comics, but this time with the Comic Code Authority. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I'm I'm. Itching a bit to uh, to buy my tickets next week, so it'll be cool. Already got All my right. hotel reserved. I just waiting to buy the tickets. <laughs> yep, that's what I got to do this week. Is go uh, or next week? I've got to get hotel and and ticket information. So, so, but uh, other than that, um, again, you know, thank you for everything. Uh, everything's good. Uh, uh, Excellent. Actually, it, it's a balmy sixty three degrees right now. Oh, whoops! I think I just hung up on on Nate. Sorry, Nate. What happened there? I thought I was going to. Uh, let's see. Let's do this. Uh, sorry, Nate. You are still oh, there? Oh, you're fine. All right. Uh, so, yes, balmy 61 degrees. I'm so jealous. I know. <laughs> Take care, man. You too. Have a good weekend. Bye. Bye. And we'll jump right over to uh, to our other caller. Hi, caller. Who who are you? Hello? Hi, this is actually Jesse from Salt Lake. Hey, Jesse from Salt Lake. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What is on it's your bad. mind on this uh, this Friday? Not much. I just uh, haven't called in a while. It's been like, what was it, October? Or yeah, it's been a couple of months since, since you've called in. Yeah, I got a new job, so for, and I usually work Fridays, so yeah, you can't make the and, live stream anymore. Yeah, so, that's that's a shame, but today you have off? Yeah, well, I have off. Uh, I was sick last night, so I took some NyQuil, and I woke up five hours late for my job. Whoops. Hopefully you yeah, still have a job. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I called them and they understood it was the first time I've ever done anything like that. So they were able to forgive me. Good, 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 yeah. good, good. So what's on your mind today? Not much. Uh, just been watching like soccer news. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. I think I just oh, yeah. got charged for my MLS uh, subscription last week. So uh, yeah, I'm ready for some just, soccer. Uh, subscription too as well. Good. Uh, how does uh, what is it? Uh, Salt Lake uh, Real look this 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 year? We're looking pretty good. The preseason's going pretty well. Excellent. And uh, I can't wait till uh, till we play uh what's it called? The New Sporting York City KC. FC. Yep, Sporting KC yeah. will be the be the ones to beat this year again, I think. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Especially since you guys are in, are in our uh, the Western Conference now. 
Yeah, yeah. So we'll be, what do we play, like two or three times this year for sure? Yeah, or yeah more I think than two that. or three times. Excellent. And I guess I can't also wait for the, the New York City FC game. That's going to be a fun one. That will be a fun one. Uh, do you know if there's a soccer game going on during Nerdtacular weekend? <laughs> Who knows? It might I, be. In all the years past, in all the years past when we've driven out to, to Nerdtacular, we always get in on the night that there's a big uh, Salt Lake City game and we drive right by the stadium. And it's all lit up and everything. And it's like, ah, I just want to stop and go see the game. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's always uh, Rio Tinto is a pretty uh, fun stadium to be in. Yeah, it looks it looks like it's a neat stadium. It really does look good. Uh, uh, it's designed it really got nice. a new Jumbotron, I think, in there. Ah, cool. Very, very yeah, cool. That should be really fun. Now, uh, you know, just uh, chilling here on Friday before I have to go to my other job. Well, that is the way to do it. Exactly. Uh, what was I going to say? There was something on my mind a couple of seconds ago. I just left my mind. Okay. I'll give you a second. Yeah, give me a second. All right. Uh, oh, um, so how are you on video games? Oh, Very I suck. I suck on video games. I'm just horrible. Uh, I don't know. You know, I tried to play. Uh, what are the games that I just got? Um, well, we've been playing a lot of Lego Batman. The boys have been playing that. Then they've gotten back into Skylanders. I'm trying to think of the game that um, that I've been playing just recently. Like I can't think of it. It'll it'll come to me at some point. Oh, that's all right. Now yeah, a couple I, weeks ago. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, uh, Atlas uh, is a game company that creates one of the one of my personal favorite uh, franchises, uh, mm-hmm. the Persona series. Oh yeah, they just dropped uh, Persona Five of uh, gameplay trailer. Cool. And, uh, oh my god, every single one of my uh, uh, gamer friends were f- flipping out. They were like, "Oh my god, have you seen it yet?" Oh my god. Yeah, no, I haven't seen a lot of trailers. We get the we get the press releases every day. I just don't have time to focus on uh, yeah. video games. Oh uh, no. Oh, by the way, your uh, your personal favorite Five Nights at Freddy's. They dropped their second game and their third game. That's what I. That's what I heard. The heard that. Yeah, that was really interesting. I was watching uh, a trailer for the third one. I'm like, oh my god, you just dropped your second game like three months ago. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zach, Zach has been pretty busy as of late. Excuse me. He's uh, he just moved again and has got some other things going on. But I'm hoping he will return to uh, doing some Zach plays videos really soon. And I know he did a uh, Five Nights at Freddy's the first game. So maybe we can get him to do the second and third games here pretty soon. Yeah, and we also need to find time for us to sit down and do the. Um, the feed yourself, don't die game, whatever that is. Uh, oh, that's actually a pretty fun one. Yeah, uh, a yeah. Of my friends and me play that one. It's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a. I had mentioned a couple of. I think last week that I got a new Wirecast system in, and it actually allows us to pull in uh, mobile devices a lot easier now. So we could even stream us playing um, some of those mobile stream uh, Steam games. Um, oh, that'd be fun on 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 a show in the future. So we'll have to see. Oh, I can't remember what I was trying to say, so I won't take up any more of your time. Okay. All right. Well, take care. Oh, you're fine. Have a good don't, one. Uh, don't, don't miss any more work from oversleeping. So there you go. 785-727-1939. That is the number that you want to call. Uh, how many of you are excited for... Oh, there we go. How many of you are excited for a brand new alien movie? Neil Blomkamp uh, that we know from Chappie. That's his upcoming movie. He also did District 9. He... Um, has done some uh, some pretty interesting movies in the last couple of years. He was rumoring for a long time that he was going to be working on a new Alien film, and uh, this uh, then it looked like he wasn't going to be doing the movie, 
And then he tweeted out this uh, this other day, uh, this tweet that said, ah, so I think it's officially my next film. Hashtag alien. We don't know anything more about that. We know it's it's somewhat confirmed. Oh, somebody's calling in. Joe is calling in. We know that it's basically confirmed. We don't know if Sigourney Weaver will be back in it. But the idea that uh, an alien movie will be in production alongside the next, um, uh, whatever the other Ridley Scott alien movie was, I forget what that was, um, both in production at the same time, I'm, I'm pretty cool with. I think that's, I think that's really exciting to get multiple movies coming in at the same time. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? Um... So yeah, I actually decided to, I've been meaning for a long time to watch uh, Arrow, the yeah. TV show about the Green Arrow, mm-hmm. and um, I'd never read any of the comic books before, but uh, so I just started watching it. I watched, first I watched Flash, which was right. kind of interesting, and then from the crossover episodes, I was like, oh yeah, I should go watch Arrow, and then, and I actually like Arrow better, I think. Oh, really? Because Good. Because... Um, it's a little bit darker, but also, mm-hmm. um, there's more of a storyline, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah, oh, a bigger, a bigger story arc going on. Yeah. And like, it just felt like every episode kind of built on the last a lot more than the flash, which is a little bit more, the flash has character development, but the stories, at least right now are a lot of like villain of the week kind of stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so did you go back and start with the first season of Arrow or did you just pick yeah. up right where you're at? Okay. So I'm, I, right now I'm like halfway through the second season and I've just been splurging on it. Um, and, uh, I don't know, it's, it's really great. Like I, I don't watch a lot of TV and like, mm-hmm. this is like a reason for me to watch TV. It has, <laughs> I'm sure similar things to like what the, like other cop shows on TV have, but because yeah. of the superhero element, it just makes it way more interesting for me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still haven't started the season two yet. It's one of those things that I need to get to. I have it. I also have season three that I need to get to, but I have, have yet to get to that. Um, lately though, I've just been watching agent Carter and flash. That's about all the time I have for, and I did watch, uh, I'm all caught up on better call Saul. And that's a really good show. If you're into okay. uh, breaking bad. Have you checked out uh, Gotham yet? Oh, yeah. That's the other one I'm watching is Gotham. I, I caught up on the uh, most recent episode of Gotham last night where um, Fish Mooney uh, went nutso down the, down in her uh, prison. That was pretty cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's what I want to check out next. So that's a good series, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it's. I mean, so here's the thing about Gotham that you have to keep in mind. Um, I'm not a big fan of the Fish Mooney character because... Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith just seems to like chew the scenery every time she's on on screen. It, she's over the top, overly dramatic, overly exaggerated with her emotions uh, or not emotions, her movements. Uh, and the same way with the penguin, too, is a little bit over the top. But if you can just accept that and just let that wave ro- roll over you, then you're going to have a lot of fun with the show. It's so a lot of it is. A lot of it is police procedural, but then you've got the whole mob underworld thing with Penguin and, and Fish Mooney in there that is um, a little bit further out there. But uh, after I just said, you know what, I'm just going to roll with this as this is the way this person is, um, the show became so much better for me. I think it took about five episodes before I was finally ready to to fully embrace what Gotham is. 
Yeah. And then, so one thing I noticed is that some, like, especially for like the Marvel movies, like some movies feel more like comic booky in terms of mm-hmm. like the dialogue and stuff. I think the Amazing Spider-Man might have been a good example of exactly feeling more comic booky. So, do you think that these TV shows like have that, or do you think that's like an important thing for them? Gotham. To have, or do you think they're evolving past that? No, Gotham is definitely a comic book. Uh, show. I mean, like I said, with the overacting, I mean, if you think about how some of the dialogue goes on between the characters in in the Batman books, um, that's kind of what they brought to the page or brought to the screen in Gotham. Flash is more, you know, Smallville and Smallville right. was not Smallville was not a lot of um, a lot of comic booky stuff beyond the villain of the week and the building of the whole big mythos of that universe. Um, a green arrow I haven't seen enough of to really comment on. Uh, Agent Carter fits really nicely in with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think, and with the the, the Shield TV series. Uh, so I think that there is a little bit of a the production companies are not turning their backs on comic books, but they're saying how can we evolve a comic book story and the the characters that people expect in the stories and the way that those stories are told. How can we adapt them? to a broader audience on television um, and, and make it work. And I think for the most part they do. Now you end up with shows like the Cape, which don't do very well, or you end up with a show like heroes that for the first season was the number one show to watch on television. So I think you can do it. And, and the fact that we're seeing a lot more comic book related shows coming to television and to your Netflix uh, and to your uh, PS network and all that stuff, I think is a big indicator that we're going to see more of those uh, very soon. Yeah, I'm really excited for both some of the like big heroes that haven't had a reappearance yet, and then also yeah. maybe some obscure ones that I never heard about as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be interesting, and I, I, I really am looking forward to what Marvel and Netflix are going to do with their series. I think they're going to have so much more freedom than what you can get past network censors, uh, like you, like you would be able to do on on Gotham or uh, on Fox or CW. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how those come out, because if they're if the four shows that Marvel has planned with Netflix are as popular as like uh, House of Cards and um, uh, some of the others have been, then I think we're going to see more of those shows move away from networks and go over to Amazon and go over to Netflix and just blow up there. Yeah, that would be really cool. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And Excellent. Excellent. It's awesome time for comic book TV shows. It is. And, and, and as I said, I think it's only going to get, and going to get better and we're going to see more of them over the next five years. Okay. Anything great. else? Well, nice talking to you. All right, Joe, um, have a I great guess weekend. I'll just briefly comment on the alien yeah, yeah. movie before I go is, okay. I, I'm kind of in a weird place. I've seen the aliens movies, but mostly like on TV. So they were like edited. And I just never got into them, maybe because I, you know, probably watched them when I was an adult and not when I was, they originally came out or close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because like I watched stuff like Beastmaster and, and things like that when I was a kid, which and like I like those because I saw them as a child. So because I don't have the nostalgia for it, like just never really got into those movies. So I actually didn't watch Prometheus and I like couldn't care less about the new one coming out. But Right. You know, they could always if it's a really good movie, then I'll watch it and enjoy it. But like, I I hope they're not banking too much on it's another alien movie. 
eh, you know, I, I'm okay with it if it's a if it's a true alien alien movie. I don't I think that'll be just fine. As long as it's scary, as long as it's intense. And, you know, with what Neil did with um with uh District Nine, I mean it could be even more disturbing than what we what we've seen before. So yeah. we'll see. Cool. All right. Thanks, Joe. All right. Have a great week. All right. 785-727-1939. That is the number that you want to call. Uh, I think uh, Jason Inman is trying to call in or wants to call in. He better call in. Because um, I want to talk to him about DC All Access and the awesome job that he's doing there. If you haven't checked it out, head over to the uh, DC website or the DC uh, Entertainment YouTube channel where you can catch out those episodes weekly. And I think he's doing a bang up job. Let me see if I can just call him directly. Pull this over. Let's see if I've got him in here. Jason, where are you? I don't see him. Let's see if I can just do that. We'll see if he's there. The person whom you're oh, trying to boo. reach. It's Skype Lady. I hate Skype Lady. I hate Sky, Skype Lady. All right, Jason, call in 785-727-1939. Or if you are on Skype, Stephen underscore Schleicher. Uh, I've got what we were talking about Gotham. Many of you may have seen this and then tying back in with the um, uh, the Netflix stuff that we were talking about. Uh, Deadpool gets a girlfriend. Marina uh, Bakarin, I think is how you say her name. Uh, she plays uh, Dr. Leslie Thompson on the Gotham show. She has been cast to be Deadpool's girlfriend in the upcoming Deadpool movie. That's going to be super cool. It's going to be super interesting. And it'll be interesting how, if she's going to be back in multiple seasons uh, on Gotham, how she's going to balance being in a TV series and making it work with her, uh, with her movie schedule. I think that will be uh, really neat. So um, uh, I think that, I think that's, that's cool that she's been cast in that role. Fabian, how are you? Oh, let me add this person to the call really quick. Let me add two people to the call. Hi, who's this? Wow, Stephen, it's Jason. Oh, there's Jason. Look, you're Fabian. You're on the you're on the line with the the infamous, famous, all around cool guy, Jason Inman. Jason, what's going on with you? Hey, man, how's it, how's it going in Kansas? Is it cold? No, it's not that cold today. It's supposed to get colder tomorrow. Got it, got it. I know you've probably talked us to death, but I want to say one real quick thing about the Aquaman suit. Sure. I think it looks awesome because it looks exactly like the 1990s harpoon hand Aquaman. Oh yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Where he, yeah, and that was always my favorite Aquaman because of you know I don't know he was a guy in an orange suit to me. He was super friends, but I never took him seriously until he chopped off his hand and took put a harpoon <laughs> on it. <laughs> until he went nutso for a while. Yeah, he he, he did a little, a little crazy, but like I mean that's what keeps the character interesting, you know. And it's so interesting before they cast him as Aquaman. I actually said this to a discussion um, to Ashley Robinson that mm-hmm. um, if they wanted people to keep, if they wanted to have people take Aquaman seriously, they make him Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. Well, and he is. They got Conan the Barbarian to play him. There he goes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I actually really liked the Momoa movie. There was one scene that could have been t- totally taken out of the Conan movie with him mm-hmm. in it. Uh, but otherwise, I thought that was an enjoyable flick, and I thought he did a great job. Of course, he's done a great job on, when he was in that first season of Game of Thrones, and I just can't oh, yeah. wait to see him in, as Aquaman. Fabian, what do you think? I think uh, um, it, 
it it will be um, looking good. I'm, I've not really uh, looked at the the article on the site yet. What? Get over there! And while you're over there, <laughs> while I, you're I, over there, I'm, Fabian, I'm I'm at home uh, at my father's, and his internet and laptop are really crappy. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Just. Uh, hang on my uh, bootstraps or something uh, with the show here <laughs> well i'm glad it's at least streaming good this this week uh jason you're doing an excellent job yeah. on dc all access yeah thanks man are it's, you having uh, fun I with always, that it's it's a really fun job i'm always like I, do people think i'm doing a bad job i hope not i don't know i think you're doing great i thought this week's episode was a lot of fun uh, that's cool that's I, cool i i wouldn't be watching if it wasn't for jason <laughs> so i'm i i I'm watching this show as well then. Oh, thanks, man. And uh, I really like, um, I I love the um, Geek History lessons. Um, I just re-listened to all the Doctor Who episodes because I uh, finished watching uh, all the series. Um, and now I understand what I what I heard <laughs> some months back. <laughs> so, um, oh, that's great. Great stuff. That's, yeah, no problem. That's, that's actually... It's actually really good to hear because, uh, you know, um, when we did those episodes, we, we, were, we had a lot of people complaining because they were like, oh, you're talking about Doctor Who for four weeks. And, and uh, so we were always like, oh, well, we like Doctor Who. That's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't care about being spoiled um, at that <laughs> point. And um, the, the thing is, um, Netflix Germany, uh, where I'm watching it, um, doesn't have anything uh, of the old series. Just um, started with the uh, Ninth Doctor, and um, I hope someday I, I'll be watching the the other stuff that Matthew talked about mm -hmm. much. Yeah, I'm a big, I'm a big. If you, if you ever get a chance, I love the old Tom Baker stuff. Like yeah, a yeah. lot of his adventures are so fun. Yeah, and he was a doctor for such a long time. There's so many things that are out there. I actually saw yesterday up on the uh, Thingiverse website where I get a lot of my 3D models to print out. Someone had actually mm -hmm. modeled out the uh, the uh, the time. Uh, what was it? The uh, time cube thing from that uh, nine part arc that uh, Tom oh, Baker was uh, in. The Key of time, I think. Key of time. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just got a kick out of that because it's like, man, I should get some clear plastic, print that out, and make and make that. Put some LED lights in there and light it up. Guys, I am totally. Uh, by the way, off Toy Fair was last again. I am beyond excited to own all those pop vinyl uh, Doctor Who figures. <laughs> well, you're lucky. Uh, I, my son every day goes over when we're at the Hastings, sees the pop vinyl figures, and says, "You know, Dad, I don't have that one. I don't have that one. I don't have that one." <laughs> He's just matter of fact from a three year old, like I'm supposed to buy him everything. So, so, so now, so now you're against the pop vinyl because you're no, 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 no. It's just that we're not buying every single one of them, even though they they look very cool, and the ones that were shown at Toy Fair look even even better. Now, hey, speaking of, you also, yeah. in addition to doing DC All Access, you work for Screen Junkies. Yes, indeed. Did you go to that uh, Warner Brothers Vault thing? Were you were you participating in that? Wasn't that what you guys did? They uh, say that again, sir. Didn't you guys, uh, didn't Screen Junkies go and do a whole thing with the Warner Brothers uh, movie vault? Oh, no, we didn't. No, we didn't. We did do an episode this week. Oh, the Star where, Trek auction. It was uh, yeah, the Star Trek auction that's happening this Saturday. And they, yeah, let, yeah. Us, they let us like look at all the props and stuff. Uh, that must have been a, 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 did you participate in that? I said, I got to edit the episode, but I didn't get to go. I didn't get, to, I asked to go to the filming of it and I didn't get to go. So. Oh, boo. But I got to edit. 
see all this stuff that, that hit the cutting room floor, like um, some Klingon ships and um, some different stuff like that. Oh, wow. So, I, I th- that's going to be a really incredible auction that goes on this weekend. PropWorks is uh, doing that. But I just, knowing your love of Star Trek, I... Uh, I know. I so, I thought so, the coolest thing to me, the coolest item, and this made it into the video, uh, and the video, I think, is called uh, How Much Does a Star Trek Phaser Cost? Oh, yeah, yeah, $40,000. Yeah, they, it's $3,000, yeah. And they had a script in there, and in the script, on each page, whenever a character would have a costume change, they mm-hmm. would have Kodak uh, uh, Polaroids. Um, oh, wow. Denoting the continuity. Wow. Yeah, and it was really cool. So you'd see, like, these really kind of awkward and weird pictures of, like, Whoopi Goldberg in her dining costume. Huh. And those are up on the auction block too. Those pictures. Yeah, that you can buy. You can buy these scripts with these Polaroids inside them, and, and notes and everything. Wow, that's neat. Yeah, that is neat. Well, Jason, thank you so much for calling in, man. Yeah, no worries, man. I I I, I want to do it every week, but I'm usually like, like busy with work and stuff. So, oh, and I saw you were on, and I wanted to get on. I think we lost him. Fabian, right, are you still there? There, hold on. So check, check, Fabian, are you still there? I'm still here. Well, I see somebody moving, but I can't hear you guys. What's going on here? Okay. I think I may have lost my. Uh, let me let me just restart this here. Like suddenly, Sound Flower Bed decided it didn't want to uh, didn't want to work anymore. Well, now I can't. So oh, I bet can it's you Skype? Can Stupid you hear Skype. me? Now I can. Now I can hear you. Now you can. Yeah. Okay. So what's so what was this on is, your big? This is said that you lost Jason. I could still hear him. So oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what was up with that. Just suddenly Skype decided to poop out and flip uh, some inputs around. <laughs> so what what was it that you wanted to call and talk about this week? Jason really does a, a great job. He does with, with, with everything he does. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm really happy that um, the geek history lesson is still a part of the major spoilers uh, ultra feed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're glad that was, uh, that was, they share that with us, and we're happy to distribute it and get a lot of people uh, listening to it. Oh, great. Um, some things I'm I'm excited about. Uh, first of all, uh, the secret logo thing right behind you. I mean that secret logo uh, thing. It's so good looking. <laughs> Have you been over to the VIP site to look at it? Um, I think tomorrow. I, tomorrow, I've seen the the sketch and I've seen the logo. But, okay. Um, I'm still a bit confused uh, what it actually is, and I, I bet we'll be talking about it next Saturday. Next Saturday, you will indeed be talking about it. Twenty twenty eighth. Yes. 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 So. Yes. And and also because also because. That is when that episode will will be released. Oh, great! <laughs> so yeah, it's it's going to be really cool. So yeah, so uh, as far as critical hit goes, this weekend is the last weekend of Five E. This is where we do our wrap up discussion, where we kind of reflect oh. back on everything that we've done and over the lat over three play sessions. So critical hit Five E was done over three play sessions, um, not counting the character development and the discussion early on that uh, with Brad Will. And then uh, next week we launch into something totally new. So that's uh, that's what that is. Something <laughs> something like that. I've got a whole oh, bunch of other things that uh, that I'll share throughout uh, the next couple of weeks on the VIP yeah. site. I, so um, 
the final logo, the, the logo that is up there is not the final logo. I actually have the final logo that I'll put up tomorrow. And then uh, I've got some other things that I'll distribute over the next couple of weeks as we move through this, uh, through this, but it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. I'm super excited about it. So and, uh, you uh, said you um, want to pitch um, or, or you uh, you pitched Scott Johnson the, the mm -hmm. talk with Matthew. Yep. And um, I'm so happy to hear that Matthew is uh, going to come to Nerdtacular as well this yep. year. He was there last year uh, and he's planning on going yep. again this year. And we've already cleared Great. all of our calendars for the last weekend <laughs> in July so that we can all go. So uh, providing so that... that, that Yeah, so providing we get on the panel, we'll be able to do it. That. I, I want to meet Matthew as well. Cool. Yeah, well, you'll be able to meet everybody. So far, um, me, Matthew, Rodrigo, Rob, Brian, Zach uh, are going. And then Jason and Ashley have already cleared their schedules, too. And then I think there are a couple. I think I think George is going to go this year, I think, uh, who writes for the site. I think he's planning on going. Mm -hmm. And then I think Bruce Otter is, is going to go again this year. So you'll be able to see Fantastic. a lot of us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the only one that's missing from that is uh, Adriana. Mm -hmm. so yep. yep. Hopefully, I don't know. Yeah, she's pretty busy. <laughs> she's she's very, very busy. So I, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. uh, know if she'll be at, at Nerdtacular this year. And uh, there, there was the, the 5E uh, comments discussion and some anger. Uh, with that um I, i've never re really uh heard you acknowledge uh, all the comments uh for for the 5e stuff in a in a show yet funny friday or otherwise well so, as far um, as as far as what as far as um the the people that uh, thought she did a bad job at 5e I, yeah, I, no i don't think anybody see that's the problem i don't think i mean everybody's entitled to their to their own opinion it doesn't mean you always have to share your opinion um, yeah. and if some people like the way that we played the game, that's fine. I know that there were a lot of people who did enjoy it. And if there were people who didn't enjoy the way we played the game, then that's fine too. Um, I guess the thing that I had the, the biggest concern with is that, um, we were playing 5e, you know, just relatively soon after the player's handbook was released relatively soon. Um, well, right in the middle of the game is when the dungeon master's guide came out. In fact, our last recording session, we had only gotten the, uh, the uh, galley copy from wizards of the coast, like a couple of days before uh, we yep. recorded our last session. So what we were trying to do in that was play the game from the starter kit as a group of people who had never played this before, but still having some insight as to what dungeons and dragons went with. So when people are like, Oh, you guys should have started at fifth level. Well, that's not what you're <laughs> supposed to do with this starter set. Um, you guys should have house ruled this. Well, that's not what these rules You know, if you're following yeah. the rules, that's not what they're saying to do is house rule things. So we're trying to give people an, a, a, a literal experience of what D&D &D 5e yeah. is with our frustrations don't, and other concerns along as well. Don't question the flavor text that yeah, the yeah, DM yeah. reads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I mean, people are going to like and people are going to not like. I have a feeling that yeah. uh, next weekend there will be a bunch of people flipping their lids. Uh, yeah. But it, but it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoyed um, her taking a different approach to a character. Mm -hmm. Vesca was, yeah, yeah. was um, grump a grumpy character, and right. if people think the, that the character was bad, so be it. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was that was the really nature of her it. character. Just like Orem yeah. is uh, egotistical and everything. I mean, it's you know, people have yeah. a problem with that. People have a problem with. I mean, people complain about every single 
character that has been portrayed in, in critical hit and people have a problem with every single player in critical hit. Uh, so it just depends on which portion wants to be vocal that week and, and pop up. But I, Adriana did a great job. I've always ha- enjoyed having her, uh, on the show. And, uh, I think with the, the stuff that we did with fifth edition and more importantly, the stuff that she did with, um, um, this last uh, season when she first came on, I think has been phenomenal and I've loved every minute of it. Yeah, absolutely. So last point, um, you you just mentioned um, also the don't starve together um, mm-hmm. video games right right um, if you want me to Skype with you some uh, at any time uh, to show you the the game um, I I can do that okay um, I don't know when that's gonna be maybe. because yeah sure. my free time but, but just just uh, uh, write me contact me something. Uh, because I I know um, especially the uh, multiplayer part is um, difficult um, because it it doesn't have actual instructions oh, okay. or something. Yeah, we'll figure it out. So um, yeah, <laughs> I feel a little bit uh, responsible because I uh, sent you the yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. To, yep. Well, we've just we've just that. Zach and I just have to clear our schedules and sit down and play. Yeah. Yeah, if you um, don't want to play it at all, you don't have to. Oh no, we're um, going. To, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. But like I said, I've got I, editing going on this weekend and taxes that I have to do this weekend. And and like I said, Zach yeah. just moved into uh, his new house, so yeah, they're and, getting and some the things. Uh, yeah, and the puppy. So I'm sure he's dealing with a lot of craziness right now. But we'll get that. Yeah. We'll get that lined up. And um, what was it? Um, about the game oh my my obsession uh, with don't starve uh, just uh, ended because my my friends wanted to go back to minecraft oh yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's it's back to obsessing about minecraft okay they, they uh, made a server where health doesn't replenish itself oh no so yeah <laughs> you have to find apples and gold to uh, get two hearts from a golden apple or wow uh, ju- venture out to to get melons uh, to make uh, health potions and stuff it's really hard i'm sure it sounds <laughs> like it they they wanted to so i'm along <laughs> with them uh, but if you if you want to to get uh, don't starve together shown by me uh, okay. just uh, just say it <laughs> i will i will let you know Thanks. Thanks All right, man. Uh, so much for everything you do. Oh, and thank you. Funny Friday finally uh, gets a lot of calls. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad a lot of people have called this week. fit in. Yeah, I think a lot of that has to do with uh, Alpha Geek Radio. Thanks so much, Fabian. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Yeah, a lot of people calling in this week. I'm really glad that we had uh, so many people call in. Um, see where we're at here. Oh, I think we are actually at about that time. Got to go talk to a teacher about a little little troublemaker and uh, see what kind of trouble that kid's in and then see if the rest of the weekend goes smoothly as we uh, try to correct some behaviors. But thank you, everybody, for calling. It has been really nice. Uh, before we go, just really quick, Hellboy. Hellboy getting his own beer. I can't wait to order this stuff next week and try it out. It's from uh, Rogue. Uh, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting. So thank you, VIP members. Thank you for everyone who, uh, takes part in finally Friday. Thank you to all the callers. Thank you for everyone in the chat room. Thank you to alpha geek radio. Thank you to, uh, Fez Urama 
who uh, we always like wearing their hats. And uh, until next time, here's hoping that you have a good time and make it through the week until we meet again on Finally Friday. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.